here, pronouns are they, them, and theirs. I am a professional psychic, and I also am a professional brow artist, and Psychic Brows is the channel where I combine both. I want to thank everyone who joined us for yesterday's episode in this week's series of being a psychic in a non-psychic job. And yesterday's episode, we kind of went over when somebody is a psychic and when they're not in their psychic job, are they reading you all the time? And I went over for how, for me, that's just not the case. Today, we are going to be exploring the topic, popcorn and permission. When I was, I don't know, early 20s, so, but you know, a while ago, people. <laughs> um, so, you know, somewhere like, whatever, 20, 25 years ago, there we go. Um, I was having my psychic stuff kind of reawakened from when I was a child and how that went dormant. I went, you know, it didn't go non-existent, but it kind of went out of my consciousness for a while. And there's a story with that, that guess what? Another episode, we'll go over it. But what had happened was when I was in my early twenties, that started to pop up for me again. And that's where I get the term popcorn because I would get these little unintentional, unplanned, uncontrolled psychic burst that just came out of nowhere as far as I was concerned or anyone who was, you know, on the around me or on the receiving end of it was concerned. And so I called it popcorn because it was like pop, and it was um, always startling to me or, you know, or the person I was with. And I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I didn't have a good relationship with it to that point. There was a reason it went dormant for so many years. And I decided that after an episode that just was extra uncomfortable for me that I was going to do something about it. So I was at the time um, working in a spa and I went to take a new client for a relaxing service. So I used to also be a massage therapist for a number of years as well. And uh, I went to get that client and it was somebody I'd never met before. And I did the typical hi, how are you? And they responded with, oh, not so good. My son is really sick. And without, it came right out. I said, I'm so sorry to hear that. I know it's really tough when it's the pancreas. And they <laughs> whipped their head at me <laughs> and they said, how did you know it was the pancreas? I didn't tell you that. And I said, and I realized what happened. And I said, oh, I tried to fluff over it. And I said, oh, you, no, you, you must have said it. And they, they did that. No, I didn't. And they gave me that look like of distrust and that they were sizing me up and uh, fear, you know, 
those things were all part of it. And again, I just tried to fluff over it and said, oh, no, 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 you must have, you must have. Okay, you know, and then move it along. Let's go start the service. (laughs) And let me just say the most uncomfortable service for both parties involved probably ever. I had someone on my table (laughs) laying face down, rigid as a board, every muscle in complete tense mode and even though they were laying face down and I couldn't see them it was like their spine was full of eyeballs watching me they didn't want me to touch them and I certainly wasn't feeling comfortable in that moment as well that was the tipping part point for me it wasn't that it was any significant more or less than all these other popcorns that had come up in my life but it was the moment that I said, I'm done with this. I'm done with this. It affects my life negatively. It's affecting my job now. And I didn't have anyone to talk with about it. I didn't know anyone who like lived. It just, nope, I was done. (laughs) Done, done, done. So I started seeking out reading and things of that form so that I could try to learn more about it. And I sought out a class, you know, developing your psychic ability, you know, basically 101 level, you know, beginners. And I sought this out. I signed up for it with the sole intent that I was going to learn how to control this so I could get rid of it. That was my goal. I did not want it. And Needless to say, you know, after 16 weeks or whatever it was, once a week where we met, I encountered other people and I met other people and I always sat in the last row and typical me just could I do, I am this way anyway, you know, but I kept to myself. I didn't want to share with people. I, I'll admit it. I thought some of them were weird and I just his listened week after week because the class would always start with just kind of some general discussion and open dialogue between the instructor and the people that were there and just a lot of kind of question and answer directed to the instructor and then other the classmates would often add in things or experiences of their own and I just sat there and watched every week and I just couldn't believe that there were people that liked this or wanted more of it and they would share their motivations for being there and so many of them said not all of them but so many of them said that they wanted to be a professional site that's what they wanted to do as a job and I remember thinking in my head what is wrong with you why in the world would you ever want to do this and, and it was all private. <laughs> um, and then in true fashion, there's always like one person in a group, even though I'm always on the peripheral, there's always one person in the group that, or, you know, one or two that just, I connect with, or they connect with me. And um, there's a very kind person in that group. And no matter how many times I, did not engage in the open invitation to really dialogue or talk. They always repeatedly offered me more. And so I am that 
introvert that you get sick of inviting to the party because they never show up. But we mean it when we say keep inviting us because it makes us feel good. And eventually we might show up. So there was a kind person that I connected with. And, um, and then we always did these exercises every week. And so, I, you know, I would be with other people too and start to do some of these things with them. And then over the course of time, it just naturally evolved into what it evolved into. And I learned that, okay, I mean, maybe it's not so terrible. <laughs> and I was appreciative as well that there were people with different like religious background or faith backgrounds, I should say. And that was a concept for me I didn't understand because I very much considered it, they were very separate. But it was as if like when people think you have to be one thing to be another, like, I don't know, you can't be punk rap about being total anarchist or <laughs> maybe, I don't know, maybe that one's true. <laughs> I played in the punk band for years and <laughs> I guess I don't fit that role either. But um, that whole having a, what I call religious faith base and having a psychic ability and faith base as well, I didn't know they, until that point, I didn't know that was something that could be a combination together. And so there was a lot of things that came out of it well. And a lot of delaying for myself because I had those reasons for when I was younger, for when it went dormant and stories for another time. Uh, but that popcorn, I learned to start controlling it and I learned to that I wasn't just susceptible to it that I didn't have to be constantly <laughs> uh, surprised when it happened and that I could actually have this like guardian friend with me that was eating me and there to you know be my bud and my like your own private guide I guess that's why they're called guides <laughs> that, that just kind of clicked for me in that moment hilarious but yeah my own personal life guide with me and so it's just it was an amazing thing to work through then what I find is I start to accept this, but I just want to say also this took years, okay? This didn't happen just over 16 weeks. Um, it took years and, but as I got more comfortable, and trust me, I wasn't working as a professional psychic then. I've only been doing that for about 10, 11 years, okay? I, as I got more comfortable with it though, it's like any other thing that you start to learn more of that you're excited to maybe do it more or talk about it with people um, or it starts to become part of your life in a way that without realizing it, you talk about it with people. 
Yeah. And that's where I add in the popcorn and permission, because it's like when you're new with anything, like you feel like, yeah, yeah, okay, I got this. I got this. And then you encounter something and you're like, oh, I don't really got this. <laughs> or maybe in the moment, you don't even realize that that's where it is right now. Um, so there's some night naivety. Um, with it, some immaturity with it. And I think it's important that popcorn and permission, that permission piece is, all right, great. You're learning to control it, which is, in my opinion, it was great because I thought it was terrible (laughs) what it was like before. But then once you get excited about it and you start doing it more, you know, if you're not working... I don't know, as in a, in a psychic company, I don't know, um, or an environment where that's the majority of people you're with, you're in a, if, you know, you're working in a job in a shared space, just like with other faith bases that people may have or ideologies, this is going to fall under that too. And there's that permission piece with it that I think is important when you're in a shared space and yes it goes back to the things i like to talk about boundaries and ethics and having someone open the door for you and i'm and one of those things where sometimes even now i'd be like why did i let that slip out or i think i said something that freaks someone out right and it's not that I'm saying you have to be completely censored in any form because I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. But in a shared space, it is important to be respectful of others and realize that not everybody may feel exactly the same as you or have an understanding of what it is. And so it may freak them out a little bit. And I don't know if anyone's ever experienced that, like by something they did and they didn't mean to, or they shared something and it's freaked everyone out, or they did something or they or, or coworkers witnessed it. Because sometimes you can have people that are really excited for the things you do too. And then it's easy to forget that there are people that that aren't excited. And so that's why I say popcorn and permission because now having the control on it, I think just like any other belief system that you have when you're in a shared space, that has to be remembered that that not everybody is on this, you know, on the same page. And so to honor and respect each other with where you're at is important, but sometimes that can take, some people may feel stifled. And I think that you could talk to a lot of people that's, that feel that way. Maybe it's different than you, that, you know, there are some people, you know, church and the separation of church and state, it, it exists for a reason, but you know, there are a lot of people that wish it didn't. And, and there's just as many that are glad that it does. And so coexisting is truly about just respecting and honoring each other and remembering that as excited as someone may be, 
And I think whenever anyone approaches with honor and respect and boundaries, that people are able to... When you go back to that story I said, I told earlier about the client interaction that made me decide I was gonna learn how to control and get rid of my gifts. Here's how that would be different now. If unintentionally I picked up on that, even with the boundaries I like to keep in place, I would take that as a message from my guides in that not that I'm necessarily going to say to them, oh, I'm so sorry, it's so, I, I, I know it's difficult when the pancreas is involved, but instead not say any of that, specifically say I'm so sorry, but have that knowledge of who you're dealing with that they're in an incredibly vulnerable and sensitive state so that you can adjust your behavior accordingly because that pancreas issue that their child was dealing with was terminal and so having that message with it doesn't mean necessarily saying it out loud when you you it's about learning what you're supposed to learn from it so that you can make the most positive impact or the most helpful or the most healing impact to those around you i hope you enjoyed today's session if you did, I would love it if you gave it a like and subscribe so you don't miss any of the episodes. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow, which will be super exciting as we go into taking stuff home with you, Energetic Hitchhikers. Hey, thanks for joining. If you like more psychic or bra related content, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell and then you won't miss any episodes.